And I'm Avery. And welcome to the whole shebang. Where we talk about everything but the kitchen sink. Hey everyone. So we're going to do a quick life update. Uh, So Avery, what's been going on? Okay, um, let's see. Oh, my mom and I are going to have a girls weekend. Ooh. Because my brother's going away on a camping trip with dad. Fun. Wish I could have gone, but it's fine, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's my half birthday on Friday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Happy half birthday. <laughs> I mean, it's something special, but I kind of like it. No, it's um, fun. I also got, like, a, a coat slash hat rack for the oh. corner of my room. It's cute. It's white. Like it's a cute. coat hanger? Yeah. That, I got that. And then, <laughs> and then I also watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Hmm. It's such a good documentary. And, oh, <laughs> my Lord, if you haven't seen it, please watch it. This is a little bit of a sponsor, but not really sponsored. <laughs> it is so mind-boggling and like it just opens your eyes to be more aware of like social media and how they basically profit off of your attention oh. it's it's crazy it's crazy so i would i would watch it if you have not interesting all right juliana i never heard what of is it. your life update well uh i got a few exciting things going on first of all um, I got a desk for my room, the first desk Ooh. I've ever had in my room. Uh, I had a vanity once, but that was just horrible. Um, I'm getting a desk, and I'm so excited. And I haven't had a desk. We have, I have this weird, like, windowsill bench. Oh, mm-hmm. And it's the most random thing ever. And so that has, like, always been like, oh... I can't get a desk in my room because it's no. There's nowhere else to go, and that windowsill bench, the only place where it could go, the bench is in the way, and it's part oh. of the wall, so I can't move it. But now I'm getting a desk, and I'm very excited. That's really cool. Yes, it is. Um, I also booked my first college interview with Ooh. Syracuse. Syracuse, I'm so excited. I'm very nervous. Oh my goodness. And I just did it last night. I was like, oh my god, I just did that. Wow, scary. <laughs> um, so that was exciting and cool, and I'm excited for that. It's in a couple weeks. Um, and I started listening to a podcast on a walk today called Broadway Baby um, on Apple Podcasts. Not a sponsor, but still. Um, and it's really, it was really good. They talked about like Broadway shows and they teach you terms and um, and you just laugh with them and if you're like a Broadway person you know what they're talking about and it's really exciting um, and I like Ooh. it a lot so that and then my Gilmore Girls update which is now a weekly thing um, I'm becoming more and more like Lorelai Gilmore which is for those who don't know the lead of the show she's the mother <laughs> And I am just making sarcastic comments that no one, um, no one really gets. And that is Lorelai Gilmore pretty much in a nutshell. And I'm okay with it. You know, I love her. I think she's great. So yeah, that's, that's my life update. That's cool. Uh, okay. So this week we're going to talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. or lack thereof. Um, and <laughs> we're going to just share our experience and 
just, you know, mental health. I mean, we've yeah, all kind of had it. that struggle. Uh, and I think a good way to start is by sharing our playlist titles and our, our like, cry song. Our cry song. Okay. So, do you have... What's your playlist title? Okay, my side playlist title is If I Need to Let Go with the crying emoji. Uh, uh. <laughs> and the picture, the picture is me when I was, like, 12, 13 with, like, actual straight bangs. Oh, my God. Hugging a giant tree. I was hugging what? a tree, and I was like... It's really cute and, like, kind of sad, but, like, I kind of think it's fun. <laughs> Not fun. That's the wrong word. I think it's... I think it fits. I think it all fits together. Yeah. My, my favorite cry song... Um, I think it's, um, I think I'd say it's an Adele song. Mm, of course, shocker, I love Adele. Shocker. I think it's A Million Years Ago. Oh, oh. good God. I, I remember the first time I listened to it, I was in this hoodie, and I <laughs> was in a ball in my bed, sobbing as I was going to sleep. And I was Aww. like, this is such a good song, but I'm so sad. But it was perfect. I love that song. That's my favorite one, I guess. Wow. Well, yeah. now I can mention my picture. I took the picture myself. Um, okay, well, first, first, I'll say the playlist name. It's Let It Out, comma, It's Okay. Oh. The It's Okay came out came a little bit later. Um, okay. But Let It Out, It's Okay is what it is. And uh, my picture is, the okay, the game Bananagrams, right? That's like Scrabble but loose. Mm-hmm. And I was playing it, and I was like, I had the word mix, and I had uh, D, A, and S left. So I was like, oh, can I just, wow. and I asked my mom, I was like, hey, mom, can I just, like, add on to mix and make sad mix a word? <laughs> so I took a little picture. The S is, like, a little bit off, and then I edited it to make it look all, like, retro, black and white. So it says sad mix. Um, in like this scrabble kind of thing and uh, my song my go-to song which happens to be both my brother and uh, my mom's one of their favorite songs not favorite but just like one they really enjoy Mm -hmm. is um harvest moon uh i'm like blanking on who it's by but okay it's just so sad to me i don't know it's like a happy story but it just Uh, anyway yeah it's just like I turn off my lights I put on my little twinkle lights I curl up with a pillow and just cry as silently as I can because most of the time my family's around so um, (laughs) it's really it sucks just like sitting there like silently crying one of the worst feelings honestly um so yeah that's kind of sad. It is kind of sad, but I guess it's a good transition. <laughs> oh, wait, I actually, I have a quick thing, mm-hmm. and I'm asking you. Like, I don't know if you do this too, but sometimes, like, even if I'm in, like, a good mood or, like, just, like, in a... I'm just, like, neutral or whatever, like, living life. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just, like, listen to my sad playlist just to, like, not feel sad, but, like, just, like... I don't know, listen to sad songs. I don't know, even totally. on the good day, it's kind of weird. I have a playlist, actually, called Mood with a parenthesis, with Y in parenthesis, so it's, like, moody. And it's cry songs that won't make me cry, basically. 
like really sad songs like grow as we go ben platt Mwah, such a good song definitely recommend um it's like good and it makes me excited but like so like i won't cry you know what i mean so I have like a separate playlist for that, so I won't actually cry to my cry songs. But like it's a good like a half of them are like on a, there. I'm gonna ball right now, song. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's cool. Um, and I th- my playlist really started out with like four songs on it, mm-hmm. and now it has probably like uh, ten, which mm-hmm. obviously isn't a lot, but I'm very picky about it. Because if I'm in that space, like, I only will listen to certain songs. Um, And I feel like it grew kind of rapidly during um, the, like, first couple months of quarantine. That was really where I started to, where it started to, like, hit for me. This kind of sadness and, um, I guess what's the word I'm looking for not permanent temporary (laughs) thank you I was blanking I was blanking um like this temporary depression kind of hit for me because it was just such a shock that this thing that I thought was gonna last um a couple weeks is ending up seven months I didn't know that at the time but the yeah, rest of the the rest of the school year, you know, and mm-hmm. I was missing my friends, and we were doing nine to five, and I just I missed everything because I was in such a good place. I was in such an amazing place, and I was so happy. And I knew it wasn't gonna last forever, but I didn't think it would end so abruptly. Yeah, and I think that's when it like set in, and I started. I don't know, like, sulking in my sadness a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's something I had to do. And that's when my, my yeah, playlist I mean, grew. I felt lonely. Yeah. You know? And I feel like most of us did, too. Still And do. my playlist, like, t- it became two hours worth of sad songs. Oh, my God. Yeah, two hours. Wow. It really beefed up in quarantine because, yeah, we're sad. We had, we were excited to put on the show and I could see my friends mm-hmm. and then now all of a sudden I was like I'm alone in my room 24-7 just being isolated which stinks <laughs> I know so, you I feel talk- you you talked about um, crying yourself to sleep a little bit briefly mm-hmm. um, and that reminds me my brother or someone said that I've never cried myself to sleep. Like, we make a lot of really interesting jokes around my house about, like, I don't even know if I should say this, but, like, um, if someone's gone out of the house and no one knew, it'd be like, oh, my God, I thought you were kidnapped. Like, uh, so that kind of stuff. And so I think it might have been my brother, honestly, brought up, like, oh, yeah, she, uh, she cried herself to sleep. And it was a joke. Like, he said it jokingly. Mm-hmm. And little did he know that I actually did. It was true. Like, and then I think he clarified later, like, oh, Juliana would never cry herself to sleep. Like, why, you know? But I don't know. You, you see the happiest people are also sometimes the saddest. And I do think that that kind of applies in my case because I yeah. do try to make a lot of people happy. And um, 
when I'm not necessarily happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that kind of feeds into what I was going to say, like, people's behavior and emotions affect my mental capacity and mental health and my emotions, and so, you know, when someone is sad and really sad and venting, you know, I try to also be that person that's, like, soothing and calming and, like, a, a place where they can just, like, feel safe enough to just re- release it all. Mm-hmm. But then I, I feel like I sometimes hold on to it and then I make it something personal that's, that I grab onto and then I become very, you know, sad and, like, heavy and then I cry more often. And it's, like, it's hard to, like, we shouldn't prejudge people. Like, <clears throat> what am I trying to say? Even, like, the happiest people have, like, the worst days. And even the happiest people can look happy and look like they have their life together, but inside they're crumbling and they're they're struggling to just smile. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really sad and something that I think we should be more aware of. I know, and that kind of brings up something that... Um, that actually you texted me um, because <laughs> there was a TikTok that you sent me and it was like, how well do you know your bestie kind of thing? Now, you said, um, or one of the questions was, why do I, I cry at night, right? And you put, you don't cry. You have nothing to cry about or something like that. Well, I didn't say nothing cry about. I said I've never really seen you cry. Exactly. And it's like, it was kind of like a wide opening kind of moment for me um, because I realized, like, I guess I don't share that with other people. And I, like, yeah. put up this front that I'm good and I'm not struggling with anything. I mean, even with, like, my, my family. Like, I didn't tell my mom that I cried myself to sleep, and she's only now probably just figuring that out. Um, listening to the podcast. So, I mean, it kind of sucks, but I guess I'm, like, bottling it up inside, and I feel like it's, like, a little secret I have, you know? And I tell her, and I don't joke with her, but, like, I tell her about Harvest Moon and that my cry playlist, but I don't think she realizes how often I used it. I mean, right now I'm in an okay place, but I do kind of feel like I'm on, like, a downward slope. And especially in the beginning of quarantine, I was in, like, a pit. It was horrible. School was horrible. Online school, I mean. Um, and just mm-hmm. not being with people, people who I loved. I mean, it just, it was a shock. And it was really hard. It was very difficult. Yeah. And I hate that. I hate that I bottled up. But that was like, I don't know. Like, was it a defense mechanism? I don't know what I'd be defending against, but. I mean, protecting yourself from feeling stuff. I guess it was, like, protection. Yeah. Like, I remember I cried. um, I was just crying one night listening to my playlist. And then I hear my mom go, dinner. And my eyes are all red. And my nose is, like, stuffy. And I was like, okay, one minute. And I, like, I wiped off my tears. I blew my nose. I, like, made sure I looked presentable. And then I went out to have dinner. And it was a normal dinner. Yeah. That's, I mean, 
I wish we didn't have to do that. Like, that's not great. That means, you know, you're, you're covering up what you're feeling just so you, you don't burden anybody else. Yeah. Which I understand. But, you know, I wish we felt more comfortable to just let it be and let what happens happens. Like, if they see me like this, okay, then we're going to have to talk. Or, you know, like... Yeah. See, but then that's the thing. That's the thing. I feel like, let's say that situation I just brought up happened and I just walk out there with tears running down my face. I feel like then it looks like I'm asking for attention. And that's like, asking for attention is a whole topic that we should talk about someday. But um, then I feel like it's like, oh, Juliana's like fake crying because she wants to get some love but have you ever done that? No, have I haven't. That? And that's the thing. It's like, no, it's such, it's ironic. It's ironic. I think it's just like mindset. And it's like so hard to get out of like habits. Mm. And I mean, I do the same thing, but like, I don't know. I just wish, you know, you didn't have to always be presentable. You didn't have to always like, no, I'm fine. I'm good. Because no one's always good. That That's fake. Mm-hmm. So, you know... I know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's also kind of a struggle with um, anxiety and stress. Like, I... I'm just literally, like, sharing all the times I cried. Um, I was at my kitchen table, home alone. It was probably around midnight, or... I don't know if I was home alone or if everyone was asleep. I think I was home alone. Um, And it was super late at night. I'm sitting at my kitchen table wrapped in a blanket doing some sort of homework. And I feel the sudden urge to, like, cry. Like, I felt it in my nose. I was like, oh, no. Um, And I just cried at my kitchen table. I put my head down and I just cried because I was so stressed and filled with this like building up urge to burst I had so much work to do and so much going on in my life and it I broke down I mean that's like what I qualify as a breakdown is when I'm just bubbling over with anxiety and stress yeah that is a breakdown and I yeah I know exactly um And I think that that also, like, why I was doing it so late at night was probably because, like, I say I'm self-diagnosed with ADHD is what I say. Um, And so I put everything off, right? I procrastinate and I get um, distracted by literally nothing. I can get distracted by, like, uh, lights, a candle, I'm looking around my room thinking of the things I can get distracted by. A ukulele or the sudden urge to record something on GarageBand, get down an idea. Um, And so that's why I put things off. And then I become anxious when I realize, oh, I haven't done my work and it's 9.30. Now I only have so many hours to get all my work done. What do I do? And I cry about it. And then that puts it off even more. And then I'm, like, filled with more anxiety. And it's... Ugh. God, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. 
It's a vicious circle. I remember... I... The only time I remember really crying over, like, school and, like, stressing out about school... Well, I... I stress about school, like, almost every day. But crying... I remember I was a sophomore. I was about to go into chemistry. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was, like, failing. Not yeah. failing, but I definitely barely passing I was barely passing chemistry mm. and I remember I remember our friends McKenna and Lily mm-hmm. were in front of me I, I I think you left for class I don't remember where you were maybe you were there um I might have been sick mm-hmm and I was stressing out over like this quiz or this test for chemistry and I literally looked at my friends and just start crying. Aww. I was just crying. I didn't know that. I was crying because I couldn't, couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle failing another test. Couldn't handle trying to go see the teacher and then her not being there and then me having to scramble. Couldn't handle me trying to look at Quizlets and studying for hours to still get a C. Like, mm. I was, I, I lost it. And I felt bad. I felt bad for putting, you know, my friends, our friends in that situation because all they were doing, you know, they were looking at me and, like, they were like, oh, Avery. And they're trying to, like, calm me down. But, of course, no one knows what to do in that situation. I'm yeah, just falling in front You shouldn't feel bad. You shouldn't feel bad. Like, I don't know, but if you, you know, had to get it out, like then you had to get it out. wanted to keep it together, right? Keep it together for your family. Keep it together for your friends because you don't want to burden people by asking for attention or just making them uncomfortable with the fact that you're crying because you can't do chemistry. And I still I still kind of feel bad for doing that. I still feel bad for putting people in that situation. But I shouldn't, right? Because I'm feeling things. I'm a human being. Mm-hmm. I My brain exploded. And yet I'm still, I still feel bad for making them uncomfortable. You know, you bring up burden and you, like... You tell me that I'm not a burden, and it's, like, very kind and, you know, but then it's, like, then again, it's not really something that I thought about. Like, why do I keep things, why do I bottle things up? Why do I keep things to myself? Like, I was just thinking that, and I don't know what the answer is. I mean, I guess because then I'll have to, like, talk it out, and I don't want to do that, and it's not even about the other person. I feel like then it becomes, like, a selfish thing. Like, for example, if I saw someone from my elementary school who I didn't really know too well, like an acquaintance of mine in, like, a store, I'd probably just hide away from them. And I feel like it's kind of a similar situation because, like, maybe I don't want to just confront someone like, hey, I'm struggling. And that's why I think I'd benefit from a therapist, you Mm -hmm. know? And I I don't want to, like, go and ask for a therapist because, one, they're expensive, two then my parents going to be like, why do you need one? And three, like, I know that they have a, like, a patient um, therapist kind of, like, secret bond thing. But, I mean, who knows if that's actually going to be happening, you know, because I'm a minor. Yeah, I mean... Every, I think everybody needs a therapist. Like, if you, even if you're the happiest person, if you're the saddest, like, everyone should go and talk to someone about your feelings. And, like, I mean, my brother went to see a therapist for a little bit, and he's a minor, so, I mean... Yeah, but didn't they, like, bring in your parents and stuff? 
Do they do that? Yeah. Well, yeah. If 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 the parents have like something to do with it, or if Charlie had to say something to the parents, but like, you know, most of the time they just sit in the waiting room outside, just like waiting. You know. I feel like it's just so bad. It's not so much about the parents; it's about your time with the therapist to get out what you need to say to let out your emotion. I know. I just want someone who doesn't know me, who I have a blank slate with, who I can just rant to and tell my struggles to and get out what it is and they can tell me why I feel this way like I know I've been trying to put the pieces together myself you know and I'm like oh this is this because of this person I do this because of this person this event has changed me and that's why I think this way mm-hmm. it's vague because some of these people are probably listening um but I mean I just, I need someone to lay it out for me and help me and just someone who I can listen to who I don't have ties with. I mean, I'm using you right now as my therapist when I need (laughs) you. And I use my mom if I need her and my dad I use pretty often if there's something on my mind. Um, But I need someone who I don't have a relationship with. Yeah, just talk like an unbiased, no yes. like, specific opinion about what your situation is. And exactly. Like Someone who hasn't known me since I was in fifth grade. A baby, yeah, like <laughs> little, like, you know, when you're young. Yeah. And, like, for me, during this quarantine, I, I can't even remember. I don't even remember when. But I kind of had, like, a big emotional release. Um, my mom and I, I think, were in a fight. We were, like, talking and like I was getting really angry and I deal with a lot of anger stuff mm-hmm. I bottle up my anger and I just unleashed it I said something I don't even remember what I said but you know the volcano erupted and I let out my my anger and my sadness and my feelings basically about my parents divorce Mm. Um, I finally, like, let it out. And Mom and I are really close. Like, we're so close. And we talk about everything. But I've never really talked about that with her. Yeah. And... Me neither. Yeah. And I... It was great to release, but I didn't talk to the person I needed to talk to. And I still haven't talked to this person. Yeah. And I don't know when I'm going to talk to this person. And, um, that's keeping stuff still bottled up, but I'm too scared to release it because I don't know what they're going to think. I don't know what they're going to say. I don't know if their views or opinions about me will change. I don't think they will, but it's, it's tough to be vulnerable and to just let everything out and feel like you're not being a burden and just like releasing releasing emotion it's hard to be vulnerable i know that's everything you just said i also feel but it's not me talking to a person i mean it is kind of me talking to a person but there's something that i feel like i still need to open up about to someone Mm -hmm. and i've been holding back because i want to do it in person know what i mean like i want to be with you when i tell you why i'm holding back you know, mm-hmm. and everything you just said, I, I feel like, are they still going to love me? Like, what, uh, what are they going to think? Um, 
And so, uh, yeah, being vulnerable is very hard. And I think we know that as singers, because <laughs> being vulnerable is part of the job. Um, and isn't that crazy? Like when we're singing and when we're acting, when we're on stage, we it's so much more easy. It's much easier for us to be vulnerable and open and to feel things and to let us convey emotion. But when we're in our normal lives, it's like I'm the stone wall. Exactly. Because here's it's the so, thing. It's so strange. That's it's so not strange. our emotion. It's someone else's emotion. It's our character's yeah. emotion. Yeah. But like vulner like I bring up singing because that's a vulnerable thing, and especially for so many people who aren't, like, singers, but, like, Mm -hmm. singing in front of someone is very difficult for most people, almost everyone. Um, Yeah, it still is. Yeah, it still is for me. Everyone's nervous about their voice. Like, that's, it's kind of separate, but it's similar. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, yeah, being vulnerable, I love, I love being vulnerable. I love sitting with someone talking it out like this is great i love this i know um and it's almost like theater was our therapy yeah doing it since we were babies we've been doing this forever and so we could always you know show our emotion and like and put ourselves into a character situation and like vent through our characters Mm -hmm. and you know now that we don't have it because of quarantine and it was cut short it's like it's all coming back and we're hanging on to it for real life and we can't find a way to just let it out. Exactly. Like, being an actor, you have to use your personal experience and put it in your character. Yeah, personalize. Um, and so I feel like we're building it up a lot with this corona thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It's Being vulnerable is difficult, though I enjoy it. Like, I yeah. enjoy retreats and getting deep and, like, getting into it. Mm-hmm. Um, in like finding where my problems are stemming from, it's also very difficult. It is difficult to open up about certain things. Like I'm holding back talking about something and it's, this is general. This is not like currently, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, is this something I want to share with the world yet? Am I ready to share this? You know, how will this person receive it um and I feel like because we're recording a podcast it's a little bit difficult to um share because it's not one-on-one you know Mm -hmm. we're sharing this with a big group of people yeah so it's it's a little bit strange yeah it's like we're being specifically vague (laughs) exactly specifically vague um I like it so yeah Um. (laughs) I feel like right now, connection is the thing that we need. In our religion class, we were talking about um, we were talking about being vulnerable, and how connection is a very important part of being human. And I, at first, was like, uh, "No, it's not. Water, food, like you know, <laughs> stupid." Of course, it was like, like, like people survive. <laughs> people survive on their own and do things on their own all the time like Mm -hmm. go months without being alone and then I was talking to one of our friends and I'm saying like she was saying like yeah but they go crazy I'm like oh shoot you're right (laughs) and then I think about it I'm like I'm I'm so stupid I'm in this time right now I'm bawling my eyes out because I can't see my friends like obviously 
connection is so important in our lives. It's so, so important. And, like, you think of, like, okay, like, think of, like, human anatomy. Mm. Our fingers interlace with someone else's hand perfectly. <laughs> Our what are the chances? Fit perfectly into the crook of someone else's neck because you're meant That's to hug. That's crazy. And like, it's true. Like literally, <laughs> we're meant to be with other people. We're meant to connect. And so, being in quarantine with Corona, being apart, is really difficult, and is really killing the self-esteem, the mental mm-hmm. health, the physical health. Like, like it, it affects everything. And I think we definitely. Or at least I, I definitely took it for granted. Yeah. But then quarantine hit, and I'm like, damn. Yeah, no. <laughs> Hugs are necessary, and, like, I need to just talk to someone face-to-face in person, like, right now. I know. Same here. And I feel like that's why so many teens are rebelling, because we are in that stage in life where we need human connection. Like, this is the time in our life, like... From, uh, like, around 13 to 24, mm-hmm. that is the time of connecting and being with people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. We just need that that interaction. And yeah. we're lacking, and that's why we're all uh, depresso-expresso. I mean, <laughs> it's not great. And I feel like, as a generation, our mental health is collectively... Um, declining. We're suffering a little bit. I'm not going to lie. We are. I would say a lot of it. I would say yeah. a lot of it. A lot of it. Um, so, yeah. It's difficult to open up. And yeah. we all have these struggles. Almost everyone struggles with this. I didn't even know what stress was until I hit high school. I really? literally did not know the definition of stress until I broke down in the car one day heading to school because I was so stressed. Freshman year. Little freshman yeah. me. First breakdown ever. That's so sad. You're a freshman too. So it's like my mom, like, on top of everything. We were on the way to the carpool like spot where we meet up and then she like pulled over to the side and I was like, I was crying and she helped console me. She took me to school that day. It was, uh, it was a lot. And a then lot. like people come and go in your life and they, ugh. Tears. Oh. I'm not throwing shade. I'm being vague, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, it just... There's so many factors in our life that lead up to sadness sometimes. But then there's great things in life, and I guess I feel like we should end on a high note. Yeah, so let's talk about, you know, self-care. Self-care, yes. The healthy side of mental health. What can you yeah. do to release this besides cry? Mm-hmm. What do I do? Let's see. What do I do? Some well, people clean their face and, like, do a self-care kind of thing. I I like to take a bath. Ooh. I like to take a nice warm bath and have some candles. Candles. Like, maybe read a book or maybe watch Netflix. I don't even know. Um, but I also, going to music, instead of, you know, feeding into the sad playlist which is to me that is something that you should that we should be able to do yeah because sometimes you need to indulge in crying like letting out mm-hmm. a good cry feels good sometimes yeah but i will say what i like to do for like self-care days major dance parties oh okay? totally, totally get totally. all your jams <laughs> the nice upbeat like 
tempo like and just just go just yeah. dance be crazy wear creepy cool sunglasses <laughs> you know wear a funky hat wear a big coat and just go to town totally i That's if i'm ever thing. like feeling down and i feel like i need to be picked up i put on my eight hour show tune playlist and i just yes. dance like dance. that's what I'm writing my common app essay about. I just dance, um, and it makes me feel so much better. You know, I don't sometimes like don't soak on my sadness, and I get happy instead. And listening to like some of these songs, like, um, is make me so much more happy, and I feel mm-hmm. better. So definitely music. I like. Also, yeah. <laughs> sorry, really quickly, like songs, like happy songs, upbeat songs. They just, like, remind me of, like, why it's so amazing and awesome to be alive. Oh. And to, like, yes, my heart's beating. I'm going to go out one day and then be in nature. And I'm just going to freaking go and, like, live life. And, like, totally. I don't know, it's just invigorating, I think. That's, like, my playlist called um, Running Down the Street After Crying at Night is nice. made specifically for that. Like, just feeling alive, mm-hmm. you know? Like, the song Grow and the song Little League, both by Conan Gray, like, those songs, like, make me feel alive. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there's so many more. But, yeah, like, I totally, I totally know what you're saying. So, music, for, for, for sure. I was going to say, besides music, you know, writing in a journal, writing, you know, whatever you want, like, your emotions, what you're feeling, writing maybe a story, writing just, like, your diary, you a know, song. making poems, writing like a song. writing is also really great, and it's kind of therapeutic, mm-hmm. at least for me. Um, I would also have to say Netflix, great Netflix. Outlets. I like watch a movie. I was kind of sad one day, and so I watch. I always like watch things. I have like things I want to watch, um, and Perks of Being a Wallflower was one of them, and mm-hmm. I never saw it before, and I put it on my TV. And it was it was amazing. It made me feel alive. It made me cry. It it was it made me feel happy. It made me feel sad. It was it was perfect. It was such a good movie mm. for that moment. So uh, definitely like finding those kind of movies or a movie you know will make you happy cry instead of sad yeah. cry. <gasps> like nostalgic movies. Oh, I definitely. love watching those like Disney movies, but not well. <laughs> Maybe not up because that makes me cry. But, but, but you uh, know, movies. What like, about Monsters oh, I Inc? Huh? Pocus. I love watching Hocus Pocus, especially when it's like spooky season, like now. Yes. Uh, oh, um, I'm going to see Hocus Pocus at school. Me too. You're going? I'm so excited! Oh, that's so exciting! Also, I brought up Monsters Inc. People who don't know, Avery cried at Monsters Inc. <laughs> I did. Okay, at the very end when like like bye boo. <laughs> my tears were so huge and I just have uh, videos it's really oh. funny because Avery will just send me videos of her crying sometimes and she's like listening to Rainbow Connection watching oh up watching Monsters Inc it's absolutely hilarious it's, it's so funny really funny and I also did too it's funny because like I'm cr- I'm like 17 and I'm still crying over like my 2005 classics like it's uh, I mean who can't not cry at Rainbow Connection. Let's be honest. That, that I'm sorry. The like, original Muppets movie. Oh, uh, Death's Kiss. The Muppets. I, the, I rewatched it, and it's just so good. I cried. I cried at it too. Yeah, yeah it's like it's, it's uh, a good cry. It's like oh my god, this is my childhood, and like it's it's so great. Like totally, it's good. Totally. Uh, well, I guess that just about wraps it up for this week. 
Yeah, that was a good talk. Oh, the great I always, one. I always say that. <laughs> I know, in, in the same tone, yeah, too. Good wow, good talk. Uh, well, anyway, um, I hope you took something away from this that you're not alone. Yeah. You know, we all go through this, and it's valid. It's okay. Even if some people don't make you feel like it's a valid feeling, which it is. I know some people in my life, it is. Don't fret. It is. <laughs> Everyone feels this way at some point or another, and... You know, we're here for you. We got you. Yes, definitely. Like, reach out. If you're struggling or you need something, DM us, you know? Please. Um, And we will definitely reach out. Also, if anyone wants to be interviewed or has any questions, also DM us. Oh, yeah. Our DMs are wide open, folks. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. (laughs) Um, And we're going to try to use our Instagram a little bit more for, uh, for stuff about the podcast, like voting and... Mm-hmm. topics and whatnot so keep your eyes open for that um and i guess for now we will see you later alligator in a while crocodile